0: This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and what you're about to listen to was previously recorded for a radio interview. Hello, I'm sitting here with uh, Aaron Peterson of the Guess Who Gary Gallery this morning. I'm doing marvelous. We just came back from the great Northwest.
1: Washington, so it was a beautiful uh, couple of days there with the people out there.
0: Well, I tell you, we just—it uh, was been just a little over a week since we saw you here in Indianapolis at the Dead Indiana Free Stage, and I, I think the fans had uh, quite a great time. What, what can you tell us about that show? Say it was a success. There was, I mean, I would say thousands of people in the audience. I don't know exactly how many, you know, and it's at a free stage, and you guys put on a, a wonderful performance. The weather cooperated with us earlier that day. Uh, Dia talked about getting caught in the rain, which I think everybody else that was there had been caught in the rain. Uh, the weather was just perfect, and you guys just started off. It, it was just a wonderful evening. Um, one of the things I'm going to... Uh, to talk about, uh, D- D-Sharp happened to mention that uh, off of your latest album, The Future Is What It Used To Be, that you guys went and made some videos, and they were made here in Indiana, but not only did you make videos, this was the first time in your career where you'd actually really made a music video. Yeah, I mean, the,
1: the band, the original band, was not a, a product of the video generation, it's a product of the radio generation.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've watched all of them. They're all on your, on your website. Um, one thing, I, I knew one of them, uh, you have got the director, got an award. Can you tell us about that? Pretty exciting. I watched your watched all the videos um, in America. It looked to me like it was uh, also done in the Fort Wayne area. Was it done at that Sweetwater Pavilion? No, it was done at the amphitheater in Fort Wayne. Okay, amphitheater. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, how many times you know you've said you've had just a a great relationship with indianapolis do you know how many times do you think you've been to indianapolis over the course from 1965
1: to 2000 yeah i can't even i can't.
0: Exciting. Yeah. Those are my diplomas that are hanging on the wall. Those are are well worth it. We're going to go in here. uh, You know, throughout the course of the night, you you played a a lot of your new stuff and you played all the old hits that everybody would want to hit. And uh, one of the ones I want our fans to listen to here is uh, American Woman. What can you tell me about that song that you like before we jump in and play it? Blair. talking with gary peterson of the guess who the guess who has just made recently an appearance in Indianapolis at the bed indiana free stage uh gary before i let you off the the phone here is there anything you want to tell the fans is there any uh upcoming news or anything that you want to share with them Well, I'm here with uh, D Sharp of Guess Who. How are you today, D? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. He thinks taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, do an interview here with us at WYRZ. My pleasure. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit. Hey, first of all, you had a great concert here in Indianapolis. Uh, I think all the fans that showed up there, I mean, it was a nice crowd. I think they had a great time. You were super energetic on a stage and a a great showman. Thank you. (laughs) I I ate my Wheaties that day. (laughs) I think you did. Uh, I think you got caught in the rain earlier that day like everybody else had, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. I, I,
2: I, I thoroughly enjoy it like I like, uh, like that my favorite part of playing is actually you know making that connection with the people that's that's uh, that's, oh, that's the fun part for me as you know because I have to play the songs over and over and over and over and over and over and over again
0: <laughs> <laughs> does that ever does that ever get old or is it just, uh, just something that you just learn to do well like I said it, it's the people. Make the difference.
2: It's it's the, it's the, it's playing for the for the for a different audience every night, and the and, and the, the, uh, the connection that you that you make with them is what makes each song different any, on any given night. And everybody has different memories of of, of and signposts along the way of their the, you know the soundtrack
0: to their lives, right? okay yeah. yeah i mean i i think everybody that night had a, just a, a great time and i don't think everybody realized what a great time they were going to have until you guys just came out there and lit it on fire
2: yeah you know it seems like a lot of people say that <laughs> now <I don't>. and <laughs> um so uh, uh, and, and, and it really, uh, it really, it really came together when 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 um, when Rudy joined. In my opinion, no, I mean we were always. I mean my approach has always been pretty much the same. But but uh, having having a guy like that really really up the uh, up the game for me because he's such an excellent performer.
0: Yeah, I, I just got off the phone with him earlier. I, I personally don't yeah, think there's not many guys like him. No, I think he's one of your you know, you don't want to discount anybody else on the base or their energy level, but he's definitely no. one of the top players there is out there playing the base.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and he's been around for so long. I mean he just there's just not many people with A his experience and uh, and, and D his energy. I mean, he's 68 years old, and he runs around like I do. Oh, wow! And, well, I'm a, no, I'm not that much younger, but but still, he's uh, it's pretty it's pretty impressive.
0: You're pretty limber up there on the stage, getting down on the guitar. I, and you yeah, playing yeah,
2: playing and and guitar. I paid for. It. I paid for it the next day, <laughs> but you know, I always, I always look at it this
0: way. You know, like Pete Townsend used, to, Pete Townsend used to say, if you're not getting injured, you're not doing it correctly. That makes sense. He should know. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the uh, new CD that you guys have out. Uh, the future is what it used to be. Uh, I see that you co-produced this with Will. And uh, you wrote a lot of the songs and uh, co-wrote, I think, the rest of them. Except for, uh, yeah. I think you co-wrote all of them. Or wrote them. That's, that's right. Uh, what's your favorite part about writing a song? You know, what, what oh. is it that comes to you that you know, makes, makes one where you think, hey, this is the one we need to put on the album? Because I'm sure there's a thousand of them sitting on the shelf somewhere.
2: well uh, uh, some of the songs I wrote quite you know maybe 10 years ago you know and and they were uh, they were I I wrote some of them specifically with this band in mind as opposed to, you know, digging through my catalog and saying, guys, what do you think of this song or that song? I mean, I I sat down and I, you know, and I, I wrote them for, from, from scratch saying, this is going to be a Guess Who song. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and then when Will joined, we uh, we composed the the rest of them, which was you know I, I think five or five or six. So some of them some of them had been floating around for a while, and we had been playing about three of them. we had been jamming them with the with uh, with some of the
0: former members, and uh, so they they kind of morphed into what they became. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's play one that you uh, co-wrote with Shaw. With Evan, uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, "In America." That was uh, one of the songs in your encore. What can you tell us about that song?
2: Uh, well, uh, that uh, okay, let me let me think about this for a second. That that lyric I wrote that lyric actually a long long time ago, and uh, uh, in the wake of the uh, of the uh, 2008 financial crisis. <laughs> and and I had it I had it sitting around forever and I and I did a little demo on a tour bus one day when we were doing some shows and then when when we uh, we needed one more song to the record near the end we had had almost finished everything and we wanted to write something a little more up-tempo and and bluesy so what happened was uh, the three of us got together and basically finished the song Will Will came up with the with the intro line and, and we just kind of pieced uh, what I'd already had together I mean I pretty much had all the lyrics already and uh, and it it actually turned out great it's one of my favorite songs because we we kind of stretched out and did the jammy thing at the end um
1: Leonard does the sax solo in the live show. Right. He does the trade off with Will, but that doesn't happen on the record.
2: We did it with keyboard and, and harp instead. But uh, we just felt that the saxophone singing, he has it there anyways, and it just adds another
0: uh, dimension to it. And it, it's kind of a cool visual as well, you know what I mean? I think that's one of the songs that the, the fans came to life with quite well. Yeah for it as well. Yeah, I've watched a video. Uh, and let's just go ahead and tell the fans that make sure they get out there to uh, their website, which is theguesswho.com, uh, which there's bios on everybody on there. Uh, there's three videos on there. It's a great website. Um, I was I was going to do another here with a new song, but I kind of want to go back to uh, something that you said. What makes it special each night is uh, your your performance with the audience and the audience participation um, and instead of playing another new song here i think we ought to play one that you guys came out with after the intro the start of the live show was a uh, clap for the wolfman which really got the crowd going and you were energetic and up there clapping and really just set the ball rolling so let's just uh, let our listening audience let's listen to uh clap for the wolfman I'm speaking to Rudy Sarzo today of the Guess Who. How are you, Rudy? Uh, it's a pleasure, Alan. How are you doing? How's things in Indiana? Um, it's overcast and rainy. That's been uh, oh, perfect, we, perfect been, uh... weather
3: for, for making music.
0: Yes, it is. Well, tell me a little bit about your process about how you got into the Guess Who. Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: very simple. I was touring in a band. Jordan happened to be on tour with us, and I uh, and Saz is married to Derek Sharp, our lead singer. And uh, so when they were looking for a bass player, because Jim, it was a slow process with with uh, Jim Kale, uh, once he before he decided to retire. Uh, he was just like, you know, easing up going up the road. And then I, I started shopping with him for him. And then once he decided to retire, they asked me if I wanted to become a permanent member of
0: the band. That's pretty exciting. Uh, now, let's just clue the fans in here a little bit about your background. Of uh, Just go ahead and tell us who all you've been playing with or been a part of the Banos. Oh, yeah. Uh, I started
3: off my career as a recording artist and, and touring. Professional with uh, with Auntie Osborne back in 1981. Uh, thanks to Randy Rhodes uh, recommending me for for the job because he already I already played with him in the first incarnation of a uh, Choir Riot, the pre-metal health years. And uh, then after that, I went back uh, to Choir Riot for the metal health uh, version of the band. And then after that, uh, let's see, White Snake. Then another Quiet Radio Reunion, uh, then Dio, Militia
0: uh, and The Guess Who. That's a pretty exciting career. Now, a lot of your uh, musical background there is more of a, I'm going to say heavy metal or, you know, part of that was glam rock, you know, hair bands, whatever you want to call it. But when you got on stage with The Guess Who, then you just came to life. I, I really enjoyed the show.
3: Well, you know, I grew up with the British Invasion and the Guess Who was a major part of that. You know, I'm talking about the uh, the mid to late 60s. I was already playing Guess Who music growing up, you know, in my high school bands and stuff. And so, it was, uh, you know, that is part of the, of the, of my, uh, the soundtrack of my life. And uh, I really do start playing heavy metal until I joined Ozzy in 1981 uh, because there weren't really that many heavy metal bands (laughs) around but the real heavy metal bands were English bands and I was in I grew up in Miami and then I started touring in the Midwest before I I settled in Los Angeles in the late 70s. And Los Angeles, I mean, you know, even if you look at early Van Halen, that's still not really heavy metal as you compare it to Black Sabbath and Be Purple. You know, so uh, again, when I joined Ozzy Osbourne, that's when I really started playing heavy metal. But but before then, I was playing with all sorts of music. Well, it, I'm,
0: I'm telling you, and I don't know how this whole band got put together by Gary but when you look through it um, you know you know Gary's the only original member from day one but it's almost like an all-star band that he has assembled Uh, with people yes you know you're gonna get everything you know there's just so so much talent up there on the stage maybe the most talented group of guys I maybe have seen on stage, with several different forms of backgrounds. Very- well listen,
3: it, it, it's really an honor and a pleasure for me to be on stage with a guest, Who so every single musician is just outstanding, and, and beyond the musicianship, I mean, we have uh, two producers in the band, you know, Derek Sharp and Will Ivankovich. Uh and Will, who is our other guitar player, in addition to Derek. He's uh, he's a producer. He um he co-produces the sticks records. He just did the mission, the last sticks record with Tommy Shaw, co producing and co-wrote that. And now they're they're looking into the future, you know, with more recordings with that uh, with sticks. And- in addition to producing Derek
0: and and Will, the new Guess Who record that actually was released last year. Yes, uh, the future is what it used to be. Off off of that new CD that you guys are on, what is your favorite song to play off of there?
3: you know I played on a couple of songs because by the time that I joined the band uh, most of the record had been uh, recorded uh, the bass tracks so I got in time to record two songs in there and but I really enjoyed the three songs that we play live which I did not get to record on but they're, they're beautiful songs. You know, I just enjoy them just as just as much as if I had originally recorded them. You know, and uh, uh, we do three of them live. And uh, I, don't I don't know. know I, I think Haunted might be my favorite one because there's so much emotion in that song.
0: Okay, well let's just uh, let's just play Haunted for our audience right now. This is Haunted, the new Guess Who, off of the latest CD. The future is what it used to be. You guys have got three new videos out, and I believe, was that Haunted, was that the first video that came out off of the CD?
3: Uh, let, let me look. No, actually playing on the radio was the first video that we made, and then Haunted was the second one. And both the second and the third video were recorded, uh, were video in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You know, pretty exciting, uh, right? And, and, yeah, the third one being in
0: America. Uh, Rudy, um, you've also, from what I've done my little background here. You've got your own base, is that correct? Your own model? Yes, fact, as as it's in my lap right now. <laughs> it's in your lap right now. All right, I like Yeah, hear I'm that. playing. It. Uh, on top of being a a musician, you're also an accomplished writer. You wrote a book called uh, Off the Rails. Off the Rails. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I wrote it to answer the number one question I get asked on a tour around the world, which is, what was it like to play with Randy Rhoads? And it's all in the book.
0: (laughs) Tell fans where they can get a copy of that book.
3: Well, very easy. Uh, You can get it in two formats. One of them is the uh, printed format. You go to you go to uh, Amazon. You can order that in print form, and also Kindle. If you're you know if you're into e reading, you know in any of your your preferred e reader device, or actually on your laptop or or your iPad tablet.
0: Okay, well that's a uh, pretty exciting news. I read that it was a number one bestseller. Well, yeah, it came out in. Uh, actually,
3: it was. It, it's been through about three incarnations or or, or. Publishing of the book, and uh, as of the last one, that, that it's strictly uh, print per order on Amazon and Kindle. That's been about seven years that I've had it in that format, and when it first came out, yes, and, and it's still in the, in the in the top ten in Kindle, but in the uh, in the metal uh, uh, version, which is really amazing because it's been out on Kindle for seven years and it's still in the top ten. So that is pretty
0: amazing. That is very amazing. Well, hey, Rudy, I just want to thank you for taking the time to uh, give our listeners a little uh, knowledge about yourself and how you wound up with the Guess Who. And I want to thank you for your time. And, you know, for all the fans out there, if you get a chance to see the Guess Who, highly recommend it. It was a great show. Um, I think you guys had a ball up there. It looked like everybody was having fun.
3: and brotherhood of the who and also celebration of the magnificent legacy of the band.
0: Well, Rudy, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you so much, Alan. Thank uh, you, everybody,
2: for listening.
0: Thank you. This is Alan Kiger, and I hope you've enjoyed the interview on Sights & Sounds. The music that frames this podcast is the original music of Paul Myrie.